Welcome to Time for Truth. I'm Winston Parrish, and in a world full of lies, deception, and confusion, it's time for more truth. We understand truth to be defined in God's Word as timeless. Truth is relentless. Truth will always be unapologetic on this podcast, and truth can transform your life, the life of your family, the life of your loved ones. And at the end of the day, truth is our only hope. So for just a few minutes, grab your Bible, grab a pen, and get ready because it's time for truth. And today on the podcast, we are talking about this move principle uh, that I've got to stay on the move. I've got a role and a responsibility as a Christian to be active and to be moving. And obviously, uh, things are different in our world. Uh, back in uh, September, I found an incredible gym that I love. Yes, I found a gym. Some of you that know me very well are like, really? You, you go to a gym? But yes, I found a gym that I love. And uh, I've got a great uh, team at Workout Anytime in Weaverville. And Josh and Matt and those guys, they do an incredible job and had really just started enjoying going to the gym. I lived in Central America growing up where uh, really going to the gym wasn't a thing. We played soccer if you had a ball and, um, you know, never really got into gym culture. And uh, these guys are so different and I, I just fell in love with it. And I was working out and going four times a week, just loved it. And then this uh, virus pandemic thing happens and it's like, okay, this is a sign. Uh, <laughs> you you try to go to the gym, you get involved, you join, you go, and then it shuts down. But this idea that we've got to keep moving, obviously for our, our health and for really your mental health, uh, stay moving, stay active. But the move that I want to talk to you about today is not really a physical move. Uh, the move I want to talk to you about today is spiritual. And I think so many people in our lives and people who are on a journey, a walk of faith, uh, sometimes I feel like this is the problem. This is the issue is that they stop. They get saved. They even maybe join a church or they uh, get involved in a small group or a Sunday school class. They go maybe consistently for a while, then it becomes inconsistent, then they stop going, they stop moving. Uh, even some people do that with their church attendance. And obviously, for all of us right now, none of us can actually come here and meet and go to church together. So we're all kind of in a heightened danger of this stop moving thing that we've got to point out and we've got to talk about. There is a greater spiritual danger right now for you and your entire family, especially parents who have teenagers or young adults living in your home, than really there's probably ever been. There's more free time. There's more access. Uh, a, a pastor friend of mine sent me an email and this email was disturbing. It was so concerning. Uh, one of the largest porn industry uh, giants uh, in the United States of America had decided to do free membership for anyone that would sign on to their website, and it would unlock uh, this horrible uh, drove of uh, access to pornographic content. And really, um, that article went on to talk about how Pornography in America has has gone up uh, 12 or 14 percent uh, in some models since the virus began. So that points to this fact that if you stop moving spiritually, 
uh, it makes you an easy target. And I want to talk about that. And this idea, this thought obviously is rooted in God's word. But uh, I was reading some verses and I went back to an opportunity I had recently with uh, one of the men here in the church who is vital in our uh, security process. Uh, he does personal training and concealed carry weapon permits and uh, he's just an incredible instructor. And I actually got to go uh, to one of his private uh, classes, a range time uh, that he set up for me and my dad. We got to go and shoot and learn how to protect our homes and so many different theories. And uh, he was incredible teaching us these things. But one of the things that he taught us that day that really stuck out with me, and I've thought about it so very much, and I feel like it might even apply uh, greatly in our life spiritually is this theory that you cannot stop moving. If someone is attacking you, if someone is shooting at you, or if someone has a knife, or if someone is coming at you, it is vital that you don't freeze and that you don't stop because it could get you killed. You have to keep moving. And he even showed us the way that we have to keep moving and actually towards uh, the target, going at the target, going at the enemy, going at the attacker. But the vital thing was that you would never stop moving. And it's it's a, a self-defense principle on how to deal with enemies, how to deal with an attack. And I think for us as Christians, we see so many people in our lives who get saved, who get active and within six months, they're, they're, they're done. They're not coming to church. They're, they're not listening to the music they were when they got saved. And here's the thing. I, I'm not saying they didn't get saved. I am saying this. It sounds to me like they stopped. It sounds to me like they stopped. And for us right now in our lives where we all are cooped up at home, uh, a new reality, you cannot stay where you are spiritually or you're going to get hurt. You're going to be wounded. You're going to be injured. And you cannot stay where you are spiritually right now where you are today and expect it to be okay tomorrow. And really, all of us are under attack. Uh, the Paul talked about it. I think it was in uh, Romans. He talks about how Satan has a plan. Satan has an idea on how to take advantage of you. He knows your weak points, your flesh, what you battle. Uh, you know what your weak places are. And your flesh is so corrupt and it's so damnable, you will set yourself up for failure. And what the Bible tells us is that we cannot stay still. And one of the greatest verses, I think, that highlights this don't stay still mentality is what Jesus said in Luke chapter 9. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Take up his cross daily and follow me. There's two phrases in that verse I want to focus on. The first one is come after me, chase me. Come with everything in your heart and everything in your being to pursue me wide open with everything you've got, with all your energy and with all your focus and with all your might. Pursue me. Come after me, Jesus says. And then he says, take up your cross. So take up your cross. And so many different pastors and preachers have different thoughts and things with this take up your cross mentality and this thought of this verse. But this is the, the part I want to highlight 
for our podcast today. Come after me, pursue me, Jesus is saying. And when you get to where you can take up your cross, that's where this is going to start happening. You're going to start saying this phrase, not my will, but the will of the Father. And Jesus set that perfect example for all of us in Luke twenty two forty two, 42, where he prays and he says to God the Father, not my will, Father, but thy will be done. And we know that he's talking about going to the cross and becoming sin and dying after being tortured and beaten and all these horrific things happening to his body. Jesus comes to a place of ultimate submission, not my will, but thy will be done, Father. He knew what he would have to do. And so for us, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, as talked about in Philippians chapter 3, that is part of taking up your cross daily. Your burden is the fact that you have a sin nature. Yes, you get saved. You've been separated by God as one of his chosen, as one of those who will inherit the kingdom of God. You've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yes, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm thankful that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But the reality of it is that as glorious and as wonderful it is to know Jesus and as real as he is and as real as heaven is and your Bible is, there is still a very real element that you will fight your flesh and temptation and the devil until the day that you are in his glorious presence. You are going to fight your flesh until the day you die or God comes to get us all and take us home. This is a fact. This is not optional. This is not some do and some don't. If you are a human being born on this earth, you have a sinful, horrible, dark nature that lives inside of you. And a lot of people don't like to say that. It sounds negative. It has a dark connotation. Yes, it's true. We are sinful people by nature. And what Jesus is saying by take up your cross and follow me is that to follow Christ is to deny your very nature. My nature is so corrupt and it is so rotten and it is so nasty that I will self-destruct if I do not pursue Christ with everything inside of me and not stay still. I've got to keep moving. And what I'm moving towards in my life is not perfection. I will never ascertain or obtain perfection here in this life. But what I can do is allow myself to become smaller and less and less of my personality and my desires and my hopes and my dreams and my aspirations become the desire of Christ's will in my life, what he wants for my life. Taking up your cross daily leads to transformation. If you will choose to not stay still and move and run and pursue and do what Jesus said said and come after me and take up your cross, then taking up your cross daily will lead to transformation. You, you listen, Look, here's the thing. You will always be the same person that you are today. If you're taking up your cross and you're being transformed, you will be 
removed more and more and more from this sin nature. It will become more about what God wants for your life and more of the spirit of the Lord coming out of you rather than what's actually in you. And this is the Galatians 5 fruit of the spirits that are coming to take place of our nature, our knee jerk reaction. And instead of us being quick to judge or to be critical or to be mean or downcast, that we would radiate love and compassion and gentleness, which are elements of Christ. That's not you. That's not me. Those are things that come from coming after, pursuing, not staying still and moving towards Christ. You have an opportunity while this virus thing is going on. We don't even really know what to call it. It's called COVID-19. It's called a pandemic, coronavirus, quarantine. It's got so many different names. But what the name I want us to give it today is a danger zone. We are in a true spiritual danger zone. Do not find yourself with more time on social media right now than in God's word. If your game time on Xbox or your scroll time on Facebook or your Fox News or CNN or MSNBC time is higher than your time alone in your prayer closet or your time on your uh, in your Bible reading God's word, if those things are higher than seeking truth and going after Christ, I'm afraid that you're going to wind up in a position where you're standing still spiritually. So today, here's what we have to do. This is how we're going to go after Christ. We're going to ask God to guide us. We get so bogged down with these big, huge prayer ideas. God wants you to talk to him like he is standing next to you in a room. Jesus, I need help today with fear. Would you help me with my fear? Jesus, I need you to help me today with my anxiety. Jesus, will you you help me control my anger? I feel angry because of my job situation. I feel angry because I can't go do what I want to do. Jesus, will you help me? Jesus, 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 and run after him in all the situations and problems that your life has right now. Stay away from your temptations soft spots. If you have an internet problem, get you some accountability and stay off the internet. If your problem is gossip, then be careful every time you send a text message or you call someone or you go on a Facebook messenger or Instagram messenger before you send anything. Say, God, would you inspect this and would you inspect the intention of my heart before I even send it? And Father, would you get glory and honor out of everything I do today? And if we will shift our attitude to this stay still, stay quiet mentality, and if we'll get on our running shoes and our combat mode engaged and we'll run and pursue after Christ, then we have the opportunity to grow in a time of death. Instead of you getting stagnant in your faith, stagnant in your prayer life, stagnant in your Bible reading, grow Grow, move towards Christ in all that you do. I want to finish with this today. Philippians 3 says this, and Pastor Nathan and I have both been really, we've been talking about this a few verses for 
quite a few days. And really at the beginning of this pandemic, we, we really talked about this verse a lot. Uh, and it's Philippians chapter three, verse number 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Amen. And the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Talking about life here on earth, understanding the fellowship of his sufferings. Here is the verse, verse number 14 of Philippians chapter 3. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. I press. And today we know in James chapter 4, the Bible says, submit yourself to God. James chapter 2 said, faith without works is dead. We have an active faith. So tonight, as you go to bed, think of your faith, what you did for Christ, how you live for Christ today as an action verb. Think of faith as an action verb. Come after Jesus, take up your cross, and follow Him. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and may God bless you. Until next time, on Time for Truth.